Ladies, gentlemen, geeks of all ages, you are now entering BJ Shea's Geek Nation. Welcome. Yes, welcome to BJ Shea's Geek Nation. I am the Reverend Infuego. Across from me is Vicky Barcelona. Hello. Show's namesake, BJ Shea, is on assignment and running the boards is Joey D's. Hey. Howdy. On today's show, we will talk with Mr. Gareth Von Kallenbach about the upcoming Star Wars celebration, all the news and rumors floating around that. We will get nerdy with the trailer talk for Thor Love and Thunder. Joe, will he like Star Trek Strange New Worlds, or will it be more Picard? Uh-oh. And we'll get the geek sheet with Vicky B. Vicky, how can people get a hold of us? Get a hold of us via our website, bjgeeknation.com. It's going to have our blogs, podcasts, and more. More. Or just search BJ Shea's Geek Nation on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, iJones on the Odyssey app. And yes, let's get right into this. We got a busy podcast. We got to talk about a lot of stuff. And the first thing we need to talk with is, or talk to is Mr. Gareth Von Kallenbach from Skewed and Reviewed. You can find him over at SKNR.net. And we need to get some information about all the Star Wars stuff that's going down. Gareth Von Kallenbach joins us from Skewed and Reviewed. That is SKNR.net. And this weekend, it's not only about Obi-Wan because there's a lot of Star Wars stuff going on at basically just at the Star Wars celebration. Absolutely. And so, you know, the big thing is bated breath. What are we going to get? There have been a lot of rumors. There was an article in Vanity Fair uh, where they touched on some of the things that were coming up. And then also there was some touching on things we're not going to get like for example everybody who was excited about the rogue one uh rogue squadron movie that seems to have been pushed on the back burner and you might get one of the other ones sooner but apparently none of them are filming uh so the focus is going to be on merchandise and television shows and that seems to be where all of the attention is going to be video games television shows and then of course merchandise what are some, I mean, we know about Obi-Wan, obviously, since it's out today, but what are some of the other TV shows that they've been hyping? Okay, so we're supposed to get a full trailer for Andor, Ooh. and uh, this is people may or may not know, obviously, before Rogue One, dealing with Cassian Andor. Now, we've heard that it's going to have 12 episodes in season one. They're already working on season two. I believe the plan was for three seasons. Um... There is a anticipated release of the trailer, so that is going to happen. We're still trying to track because in the past, they had generally made panels available to those who could not be there to watch online. And that's where you got the movie trailers, so on and so forth. But if you remember the last show, they did that for the movie, but they did not do that for The Mandalorian. When it came time to show the footage, they cut the live feed and only the people in attendance. So we're not sure what's going to happen, but we we know that's going to happen. We're supposed to get something on Star Wars Acolyte. And uh, for those who don't know much about it, this one has got the potential to really stir things up. Because it's set, we've been told, somewhere between 100 and 200 years before the prequels. So the end of the high era of the New Republic. We've been told that it may very well make things in the expanded universe that were considered canon different. 
like Andor, we have been told that there is the potential that some people might get ticked off because there's the, this is what I grew up believing based on this and that and this and that and this and that. Well, remember, a few years ago, they went through and decided what's canon, what's expanded universe. This stuff that comes is going to become the new canon, and there's going to be the potential of people that, oh, well, back in this comic that I read 25 years ago, it <laughs> said this, and now you're saying this. So, you know, remember what Lucas always said, only the films are canon. Now it's only the films, the television series, and, oh, yeah, officially licensed comics, books, yeah. games, whatever. And, yeah, I mean, you have to take it with a grain of salt. It's not like they're going to, you know, massively shake things up. And so we get these people coming out going, oh, we're going to get Darth Bane. No, genius, that's way too early. Darth <laughs> Bane is, you know. Uh, would it be unreasonable to see Yoda? No. You know, in fact, I would be shocked if you're going to be 100, 200 years before that time. He's definitely going to be in play. Um, you know, some say, well, what about the Sith and all of this? Well, remember, there was that whole point in Phantom Menace that I've always said for a long time, why were the Jedi so convinced the Sith were, go- the Sith were gone for good? So this could come into play. Uh, who knows? It, it's going to be very interesting. And then, of course, you have the Ahsoka series, which is filming. Yeah. You have the Bad Batch. And uh, that's just, you know, that's just covering the TV shows. Who knows what else they might reveal. That's all exciting on that aspect, too. I really want to see what they're going to do with the Ahsoka series, especially when we've seen her in uh, The Mandalorian. And just going on from that, it'll be kind of, I don't know, do you even know at this point, like the speculation of if it's going to be before or after that time? Do we even know anything like that? The speculation is that it's going to be set around the time of the Mandalorian wow. and it's going to involve her pursuit of Grand Admiral Thrawn. Nice, nice. Now, talking about video games, what information do you got about that? Big million dollar mystery. The only one that ah. we're pretty sure we're going to get something on is the sequel to Jedi Fallen Order, which we're hearing rumors may be called Jedi Survivor. We've also been told that there is a potential link between that game the original one and obi-wan series so that you know kind of will be interesting to see how it plays out Mm. now beyond that we don't know what we're going to get because we have seen the um teasers for the you know some of the other star wars games that are out there is there going to be something new that is going to be revealed hard to say because traditionally this event has generally focused on games that are within the next year or so of coming out. Uh, you know, this, think about like Battlefront 2, that sort of thing. However, you know, who knows? They have yeah. not had a show for a couple of years. This is their big chance to drop a lot of information. There's no E3, so unless they're going to do something around the Summer Games Fest or one of those activities coming up in a couple of weeks, this is the opportunity. Interesting. That'll be fun just to see what they see, what they have dropped, and it just—I mean, when you have a game that sound, with the with the with the subtitle "Survivor," it just sounds like it's going to be a battleground type game, and you know, you never know though at this point. Exactly, and that's the thing because obviously they have something because this was supposed to come a couple of years ago, so they've had to sit there and they've got all this stuff that's come and been developed or planned in the subsequent years. So this is 
the time for the big reveals. And people are really excited naturally, and they want to see what they have. But there's that fine line of marketing between yeah. when, do you, when do you make the reveal? And like I said, traditionally at this show, they like to be able to show stuff where they can firmly say, this is coming for the Christmas shopping season. This is coming first quarter 2023. This is not the time that you they ne- normally drop something that's coming uh, a ways off. But, again, we don't know. The whole point is, you know, some people say they should have been on a second show by now, meaning one in 2020 and then one this year, if not one last year. So they have lots of content to cover, and that'll be the big question. Um, you know, then, of course, there's the spinoff from this. What's going to be at the D23 Expo? Yeah. What is going to be at San Diego Comic-Con? Are they going to throw it all out at this convention, or are they going to hold things in reserve? Are they going to drop a teaser and say, we'll show you more later, which would be the you know inclination on when you're going to see it? Nobody knows. The fact is, you've got a lot of people. They're very excited. Um, We're expecting a lot of news, but what we're going to get, we don't know. Because, again, it comes down to it seems really odd that they would have all these interviews where they're coming out and talking about all these upcoming shows. And you're thinking, shouldn't this be safe for the panel? Now, obviously, the panel will be when they can roll the stars out, roll out some footage. But you have to think there's going to be a few surprises in store still. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I love the fact that you're keeping track of all of this. So if people out there don't have the chance to be able to see it live, they can always go to Skewed and Reviewed and find out all the information. You can find that at SKNR.net. Thank you so much, Gareth. Anytime. Take care. Now, we did just gloss over a little bit, thank you so much, Gareth, about uh, Obi-Wan, but uh, we'll be talking about a little bit later in the podcast for that. But now we also need to talk about the trailer for Thor, Love, and Thunder, because, Joe, you probably saw this live because it dropped during Game 4 of the Eastern Conference Finals. Heck yeah, I did. And uh, this is a big one, too, because the first one, we we saw a couple of glimpses of certain characters. We saw a lot of... Uh, Guardians and Thor. We saw a little bit of Valkyrie and I mean just a couple of little bit of tidbits and even at the very end we got to see Jane Foster's Thor um, played by Natalie Portman but one of the big things was is we did not see Christian Bale as his Mm -mm. character Gore the God Butcher and in this one he was on full display some really good shots some good voiceovers of him and here's the thing even in like weird CGI sort of monochrome look, he Christian Bale looks menacing as f in this. Is it weird that I was kind of attracted to him? Uh no, you can uh, you can be attracted to what you want to be attracted to. He looks like my first boyfriend ever. He's got that goth thing going on, so I was like, oh god. He really reminded me of like a beefed out um, uh, uh, Nicholas Holt from uh, Mad Max Fury oh, okay. Road. So it was like that sort of thing, like that. He looked all shiny and chrome. And I'm kind of excited to see what's going to be going on with this character because I don't know a whole lot about Gore the God Butcher other than he's got a really sweet name. We're going to be getting a lot more gods in this movie. And so I have to imagine that there's going to be a lot of them that get uh, butchered. So we'll see where that goes from that. We also got to see a little bit more of Russell Crowe as uh, Zeus. 
which was he very interesting. And then you get to see a little bit of a pixelation <laughs> of uh, Thor, Chris Hemworth's booty. Booty. <laughs> so uh, this is going to have, I mean, it's obviously going to have the same humor as uh, Ragnarok. Uh, Ragnarok because this is a Taika Waititi affair. I'm curious about what you guys thought about it so far, though, too. I'm loving it. I, I, first off, there's just this theme that runs through these movies now, and it's Taika Waititi a little bit for sure. I mean, all his direction, but just this like idea that these movies are more of an adventure based just around like hilarity and fun, and it's not even necessary about like the action, even though there is a lot of action in CGI. Yeah. You're going on this like fun loving, almost hippie journey. Yeah, through the, through the gods realm of whatever they're at now. And then even at this point, like we have a different moniker for Thor, uh, like because Korg right at the beginning is talking about the space Viking Thor. So I don't know necessarily if he was ever called a space Viking in the comics, mm-hmm. but uh, kind of that moniker is going along with this for this iteration in the fourth Thor movie. Yeah, we get to see a little bit of the Guardians, which I thought were going to be a bigger part of the movie after the first couple trailers, but I think they might just be a side note now. I feel like that's literally like, hey, this is where I have been. Maybe do a recap and then drop off and then start this adventure. Yeah, and it's also kind of interesting because the first trailer had um, had them going off on the ship, the Guardians going off and leaving Korg and uh, Thor behind. Uh, and obviously with the edits and the trailers, we're never really going to know what's going on, but people were mentioning that in that shot, it looked like there was enough room for another person to be in that shot because the way that it was, it was How Thor in the framed. middle. Yeah, and it was Korg on the, on the right side. And so there was a big open space on the left side, which a lot of people are thinking maybe that's in space for another Thor. And at this point in time, the multiverse is cracked open. We don't know what the aspect of Jane Foster is, if she's a variant, if she's the same Jane, even though they did mention that they've been date that they had dated. So mm-hmm. I think it is the same Jane Foster, unless the multiverse cracked at a different time and that had already happened. So and, it'll be interesting to kind of see where this all goes. And I mean, from the comics, from what I remember reading and stuff, because I didn't read the comics, but I read about the comics, mm-hmm. is that Jane has cancer. And basically, like when she is Thor, she doesn't, or it makes it speed up the cancer when she goes back to regular Jane. Yeah. Something like that. The whole thought of that one was, and the whole premise of it is she was, uh, she did have an aggressive form of cancer and it goes away whenever she is in Thor mode, but also whenever she goes and reverts back, all of the chemo that had uh, happened had been purged. Right. So that was the problem is that she's, she's dying even quicker and quicker as she comes out of that. And one of the things that I think maybe even Straw Hat Goofy noted, one of uh, the people that Vicky and I follow on uh, TikTok, uh, is that uh, we only see her in the Thor armor. Mm-hmm. Like at any point in time, like Thor himself will go in and out of the armor. But the only time we ever see her is in that armor. Uh, again, the thing with Marvel trailers is they do a lot of bait and switch, a lot of stuff that might not even be in the movie. So we don't know what to expect, but we do get to see some good shots of the characters. And so that's what I'm most excited for on that end. She's a lot bigger of a part than I thought she was going to be. Yeah, it really does look like she's going to be a bigger part because we do see her at whatever <laughs> realm Zeus is at. Like, I don't know what the God's realm is mm-hmm. for you know the 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 Greek pantheon like at this point in time. So it'll be interesting to see how they address all of that and really who ends up getting uh, getting gacked at it. Well, it's it's interesting though too because like in, I think not this trailer but the trailer before he was saying something along the lines of like I don't know if I want to do this anymore. Which yeah. now when you were talking about like uh, Taika Waititi's uh, like his what he normally does like if you guys saw 
um, this flag means death. Yeah, our flag means our flag. Our flag means death. Our flag means death. That was kind of a, a without giving away too much stuff. That was a theme in that show. Absolutely, where it's like I don't. I don't know if I want to keep being this bad guy anymore. I don't want to be this anymore. I want to be something else. So I feel like that might be a big part of it, too, where he's just like, is this really what I want to be doing? Like, I've spent time on Earth. I have saved the Earth. Like, where do I – I don't want to be a ruler. I want to do my own thing. What What am I? So it could even go back to the what if where he reverts back to like oh, maybe, party Thor. maybe a little bit of party Thor. I don't know. Like he's finding himself. <laughs> like he doesn't have like he lost everything. Mm-hmm. He only has a few like a handful of Asgardians left. Yeah. And I mean, they're all under the rule of Valkyrie at this point in which, time, which looks super uh, democratic at this point, too. They mm-hmm. had a whole council. So mm-hmm. it'll be interesting to see where all of this goes. I'm super stoked for it, but we're still going to have to wait to what, July? July. Yeah. There's what? plenty of shows and movies that are going to be coming out between now and then. <laughs> if you check out my blog from last week, I put a list out of everything that we're most excited for. Absolutely. And uh, moving on from that, Joe, hey. I know that you weren't a big fan of Picard. Oh. And uh, I, at, yeah. some point, at some point, I feel that we'll get a rant session with you and your dad just to talk all about it, which would be hilarious. Um, but Star Trek Strange New Worlds has a, a couple of episodes under its belt. And I wanted your your uh, thoughts on it so far. This is the most Star Trek of the Star Trek shows we've gotten so far. So definitely more than Picard because it's bit, like in season two. Did they even trek in the stars? They did nothing. So in that <laughs> in that aspect on that, and then with Star Trek Discovery, you've talked about your issues with it, but at least they were in space at that point. They were in space. They followed their own timeline because they jumped to the future and mm-hmm. you know yada yada yada, and they. They did okay. I'm not going to complain as much about it after seeing Picard, to be honest with you. But, Fair enough. Uh, so, yeah, Strange New Worlds has four episodes out. I've seen two of them right now. Fair. Uh, they're episodic based off of what I've seen so far, meaning that, you know, they're a little bit more of that. Self-contained gonna... in the, like, the the adventures of the original Star Trek sort of thing. Yeah, and this is the, uh, the timeline is following uh, Captain Pike ten years before he <laughs> turns into Melty Pike. Oh, yeah, which happened... Uh, God, what is like the first two episodes or something uh, of the original series back in the 60s? Yeah, and so they're, they've got uh, all the uh, cast members that you may remember. They have Ahura, they have uh, Spock, they have uh, oh, one, of the, uh, one of the Kirks, uh, the cousin of Kirk, I believe it is. Oh, okay. Yeah, and so they're, they're pretty much just going on these uh, episodes. So the episode that, uh, one is them kind of recapping what's happened in the world because they are still in the same timeline. They talk about Discovery blasting off. Into the future. Oh, interesting. And they end up going to a planet, and the planet saw the warp trail of the ship, and so they developed their own warp bomb because they didn't have the exact technology. They kind of like you oh, know backtracked it. Dang. Okay. Yeah, reverse engineered it, but they thought it was a weapon, not a ship. So they mm-hmm. made a bomb. That was the whole first episode. So you kind of get introduced to all the characters. Uh, and then the second episode is another kind of a, its own episode where they find a planet that's going to get hit by a meteor and they have to go fix it but it turns out it's you know a sentient meteor and it has life on it and the religious space living or loving aliens are not letting them change the course of it because it's their way and they don't touch or interfere with it yeah they go through a whole thing and it's fun it's fun it's not it's not bad the acting's great um but uh i will say it doesn't have that arc that okay, this we're gonna go start here. We're gonna end here. We're gonna mm-hmm. you know, like we're gonna solve the Borg problem, or we're going to you know fight the Romulans. 
So I'm a little worried that we won't ever get that, unless it'll just kind of feel like a 70s Star Trek show. And I think maybe at that point, that's really just what they want, and they're just hoping that like that will placate the masses that are looking for a more old-school Star Trek show. Because what you're saying just sounds exactly like what they were in the past, even with a bunch of the uh, TNG episodes, other than a couple of things that bridged over a, a couple. But it would be like you know Q coming back. It wasn't like a big thing. It would just be reoccurring or continuations of maybe singular episodes so i feel that that will help maybe like i said placate the masses who are or at least the vocal minority who are being like this is my star trek yeah and this should have been the bridge i think this should have been the first series really really general something that couldn't upset some fans and would kind of you know make everyone else happy you know because there's still a little bit of that like people have to go through an emotional journey and the characters have Every time, backgrounds that hurt. Yeah, there's well, there's crying, but this I have a, a background that sucks. But you know, yeah. But yeah, I don't mind it as much anymore. I'm just so used to that being, you know, as we know, James Gunn, pick a director for whatever reason. Any hero has to have some terrible backstory. By to the way, childhood. yeah. By the way, generational trauma is the way to go right now if you need a baddie. But it does have a lot of cool throwbacks to the originals, and it feels more like Kirk and you know all those people are, are funny and kind of dumb, and then Pike is like the witty guy who's trying to be a nice captain, but he's like, you know, but he's also like kind of like almost dumb. I want to yeah. say, you know, because he's like, oh, you're gonna do that? Well, here's my one-liner, you know, kind of a thing. <laughs> but it's good, and they have some good themes going so far because Pike has to handle the idea that he knows he's going to die in the future, and he doesn't know what he's gonna do, and he's kind of scared of it. But he's also trying to be like, I got to do it for the kids because he saves a bunch of kids in that Aww. ten year future. Yeah. So it's it's got some themes, and I'm going to watch it. I'm going to keep watching it. You know, good acting, good right CGI for whatever reason. I don't know where they get these budgets from, but just pump <laughs> right into it. Just... And that's available on Paramount Plus, right? Uh, yes. Yeah, yes. like by every other Star Trek. Like show. every other show, <laughs> Paramount Plus has bought it. Well, thanks, uh, thank you so much, Joe. And now it is time for the Geek Sheet with Vicky B. All right, Vicky. It's a big Friday. Big Friday. Got got some big movies that are coming out this weekend and some other big things as well. Mm-hmm. We'll yeah, get those yeah. with to those in just a moment. Big Friday. But can you guys remember what the big movie coming out this weekend is? It's the toppest of the guns. Top Gun Maverick. Yeah. And as of the time of this recording, because we've known for like a week or two that it was getting 97% verified fresh on Tomato Meter. Mm-hmm. Audience score with over 100 verified ratings. Ninety-nine percent. Wow! Holy wow! I remember like watching this as a kid with my dad and really loving it. Plus having the little the video game that I always died at <laughs> with the Super Nintendo. Yes. But like the little music was super iconic, and I kind of want to take my dad to this and see what he says. Absolutely! Like I'm interested in it because I mean. I remember the movie originally, the first one, mm. and I mean it, it. It was what it was, and I just don't remember it being like hands down amazing. But I feel now that it's been you know so many years since then. The fact that Tom Cruise like <clears throat> really puts his all into these movies, and just the fact that he's willing to become basically a fighter pilot in real life to do this movie, mm-hmm. I'm really stoked to see where this is gonna go. Oh man, the original is such an '80s movie. Oh yeah, totally, dude. Every scene cuts to some cheesy music. We're just <laughs> setting the tone. This is how you should feel right now. It's either you should right? feel sad or you should feel excited. But <laughs> I, but it's like it was the kind of what the equivalent of like a chick flick is like but a dude flick because i mean you have the brotherhood totally yeah um there's like without if you haven't seen the first one without spoiling too much there is a loss somebody does lose something or someone 
And so that it has like everything you need. You got the feels, you got the cool action sequences, you got the buddy sequences. It's a little bit of everything. And who could forget the topless volleyball scene? I mean, come on. Topless with dudes, by <laughs> oh, the way. Sorry. On yeah. the beach. Yeah, on the beach. Uh, although I did, if you look at the trailer, I think they're doing the same thing, but with the football on the beach. Oh, All so right. I feel like it would be a waste to not include at least a little something. Yeah. Just because nostalgia. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like I said, it's getting really, really well reviewed. And another one that I saw, like I saw some uh, website review it. I didn't want to read it without it getting spoiled. Not that it's a spoilery type movie, mm-hmm. but it's also, you know, I haven't really been paying attention the last couple seasons, so I need to catch up. And that's the Bob's Burger movie. You know, and that was or Bob's Burgers. Yeah. Movie. And I saw the trailer for this, I think maybe when we went to go see Everything Everywhere All at Once, mm. or uh, maybe even it was for there for uh, 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 Doctor Strange. Uh-huh. Um, but it was just like, this looks like a lot of fun. And then somebody had, uh, a bunch of people had posted reviews of it, like IGN or something had their Facebook. And like, it was like, it seems like it's just a long episode of Bob's Burgers. And then everyone in the comments was like, yeah, that's what we were expecting. That's what we were Duh. hoping for. And it seems like that was the exact same thing that happened with the Simpsons movie. And that movie was great. I like, love the Simpsons movie. That's like, that's what it's for. Yeah. Like, when you think of like a fan service, like this is what that movie's for, for people who love the show. And the show, it's not like the show isn't good. Like obviously the Simpsons uh, show and movie were both great. The show is phenomenal. It's won many Emmys. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just kind of lost touch because I, I really was super obsessed with the first few seasons. Yeah. Uh, and they got really singing and dancey a lot more. And it's just like, okay, I just want to skip through the sing. Like, I like it, but I don't want to keep seeing I it. I think there are a couple of uh, musical is, numbers this is, in this. <laughs> this is supposed to be a musical, like a lot of musical comedy mystery adventure is what they're calling it. Yeah. <laughs> so we shall see what happens. Uh, exactly. I don't... I. It's one of those like, yes, I do want to see it, but maybe I want to binge the rest of the seasons I'm missing out on. But also like, I don't I'll, think you need to. I don't need to, but I <laughs> like. But then again, that makes me think. Okay, maybe I'll watch it when it's available on like streaming. Mm-hmm. Just because there's other movies that I do want to go check out in theaters, especially because there's so much coming out within the next few weeks and months. Yeah. So I'm gonna be a little busy, <laughs> especially busy today. Oh, jeez. Uh, I do want to mention one other movie, only because it's getting fairly decently reviewed, and because this cracks me up who the main actor is. Okay. It's it's called Eighteen and a Half. It's about Richard Nixon, whatever the Watergate scandal. Okay. But guess who's playing Richard Nixon? Uh, okay, okay. Let me see if I could. Can we guess it? Like, I mean, is it gonna be like an easy guess? Uh, or he is an actor we recently saw in a movie. All Ooh, of us. Oh gosh. He wasn't um, a main character or main actor. Or oh, character. I was gonna say Benedict Cumberbatch. No. Jeez. <laughs> Benedict Wong. No. As Elizabeth, Richard Nixon. <laughs> Elizabeth his, Olsen. His name does start with a B though. Oh, oh, um uh no, I don't got it. Bruce Campbell is playing oh, Richard Nixon. What? Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm totally watching this. I am a hundred percent watching this. Yeah, this is a theaters movie. I like Freaking Richard Kind's in it, John Cryer. Oh, interesting. Looks like a pretty interesting movie, but if you if you like those kinds of movies, it's supposed to be comedy, mystery, thriller, drama, and stuff. It's about the 18 and a half minute long gap in Richard Nixon's tapes and stuff. I feel like it's gonna have that drama vibe, but it's gonna make fun of it too. Yeah, I mean, I we had just we just recently watched because of uh, Doctor Strange. Uh, the wife was like, I want to watch more Sam Raimi stuff. So we ended mm-hmm. up watching uh, Evil Dead 2. And then this last week, we ended up also watching Army of Darkness. Oh, my and, God. Oh, my gosh. I love Bruce Campbell in those movies. I can't imagine him being Richard Nixon. So this is 
totally got my interest peaked. And then uh, I think John Margarot, who you probably don't recognize him by name, but if I'm correct, which I believe I am, he was in both um, the Umbrella Academy and Orange is the New Black. Yes, he was. Oh. So in Orange is the New Black, he was like the boyfriend of one of the characters. And in Umbrella Academy, he was Leonard Peabody. Hmm. He was the, right, the bad guy in the first season. Uh, but I'm like, all right, like that looks interesting. <laughs> but if you're, <laughs> yeah. not, if you're not heading out to the movie theaters this weekend, you might want to stay at home and binge watch Stranger Things. Right. Season four dropped today. Thing is, it's there's technically this season, I believe, one more season left. But the way they've kind of split yeah, everything yeah. up is a little different. It's not like, I mean, if you go to IMDb, you might say season four and five, just because that's how they do it. But season four drops today. Uh, and then episodes eight and nine are going to premiere July 1st. Eight and nine are going to be basically the part two of all this. And they're supposed to be like movie length. Yeah. A lot of stuff is going on. Uh, from what I'm hearing, because I'm I'm a little I'm, I hate reading reviews like that are supposed to be um, non-spoilery because I don't trust them. Mm-hmm. I don't trust anybody. No, yeah, I, I get it too. Yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm hearing that it's going to be a lot of horror involved. It's gonna be it's gonna be pretty cool. I did find one article that says uh, that the Stranger Things cast explains the movies that helped shape season four. If this can give you a little bit of a heads up, it could be whether it shapes how the characters act or like the vibes, or even just the way the monsters go. I'm not going to read into it. I'm just going to tell you the movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, A Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh. Carrie. Indiana Jones. The Empire Strikes Back. Fear Street, 1978. And then stoner movies in general. And then one that I don't think you ever saw because it looks like it's a Mexican film or something. Uh, Amores Perros. Mm. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, you know. Let's see. Uh, it's going to be a little bit of everything. That's pretty cool. Um, so I'm curious to see how they go about it. Obviously, if you guys don't remember where we left off, uh, they found out that the like Russians were invading their mall in the sense of that's where they're... Yeah, there's a big old, like, I don't know, super tunnel or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Uh, and I was really excited. Like, in the last season, I'm totally blinking on her name, but one of the characters' little sister kind of became, like, oh, a real yeah. part. Of the cast, and like she stole the show, so I really can't wait to see everybody again. I I'm glad that they're doing it this way. Like we're gonna get a full long ending to it in July, because mm-hmm. like the kids aren't kids anymore, and that was part of the charm. Yeah, like aside from nostalgia, but I'm sure they're ready to move on to other things too. Oh yeah, you know, less Stranger Things. <laughs> yes, uh, it, yes. This is one of those shows like I watch with my dad, or I made my dad watch. <laughs> so we will be definitely discussing that. Maybe I'll see if I can get him to review it, Ooh, give his thoughts. That'd be awesome. Uh, there is another thing coming out today, if you guys didn't know, which is weird because I was expecting this to come out on a Wednesday. Oh, yeah. Well, and that was, I was kind of surprised too, but I think that they were doing, uh, if it's this thing that I'm talking about, I think they were doing uh, Marvel stuff. Disney Plus was doing Marvel stuff on Wednesdays. And then they were doing Star Wars things on Fridays because I, I think the I, Bad Batch dropped on Fridays. But I could have sworn that uh, I don't remember it? now. Like the Mandalorian or something was. Ba- oh, you're right. They were Wednesdays too. Were they Wednesdays? Yeah. Mandalorian only did that one episode drop on Wednesday. I think. Really? One that okay. I got very angry about because Baby Yoda magically force heals right before the movie comes out. Hey, hey. <laughs> no, I don't know why it he came heals. out early, guys. He heals. He 
yields their, uh, God, what's your name, Joe? <laughs> Hi, Joe. Hi, Joe. <laughs> it's a forced thing, man. You wouldn't understand. You wouldn't understand, man. Okay, it's canon. <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean, that makes more sense what you're saying, but I could have been mistaken and might have gotten thrown off because of the whole dropping on a Wednesday. Yeah. And I know, like, there's been a few things that had to move around, especially with Obi-Wan Kenobi. So, it, this, this, I'm kind of glad they're doing it. Yep. Um, but Obi- two episodes. Yeah, Obi Wan's dropping two episodes. Mm-hmm. Really stoked for uh, this is what's going to happen. I know there are some people who are literally uh, owning restaurants and closing them down for today just so they can binge Stranger Things and Obi Wan. This is the one that's got me most excited. I Mandalorian for me was okay. Boba mm-hmm. Fett was. <laughs> it was good when uh, the Mandalorian was on. Yeah, correct. Yes, <laughs> it was the, some of the best Mandalorian episodes, right? which is great. And then, but now this one really looks like it's going to be a little darker. Yeah, and it's going to 100 focus on a character and actor that I love. So I'm excited about it. And it looks like I'm just just for funsies. I looked at the Book of Boba Fett, and they were releasing them on Wednesdays. Oh, they were on Wednesdays. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's so what I, th- I think I think it just has to do with what is getting dropped, what's getting moved, especially with movies and stuff. They're just and all shows. over the place with them. They just got to do what they got to do. It's funny because my dad ended up start. He watched the first few episodes of uh, the Book of Boba Fett because he did like The Mandalorian, and he's like, eh. He's like, it's not as good as the other one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> which, and they're really similar, which is weird. Mm-hmm. Almost the exact same character, but they're like, you know what? We we really didn't tie this together too well, did we? That's kind of so the part of the I, problem. I, there, I feel yeah. like I'm going to be watching both of these shows with my dad just to get his thoughts uh, and opinions on it. Cause yes. He's, a, he's an older guy like BJ. He's only a few years away from BJ's age, and so... He can get crotchety in his old ways, but sometimes he has a different opinion than BJ, so we shall see. And we will definitely be giving our first impressions next Friday about both Obi-Wan and Stranger Things. We won't necessarily go into spoiler stuff, but, you know, it kind of happens, so just be prepared for all of that. Let us know your thoughts as well as we're going along with it. And until next time, guys, stay nerdy.